What's going on, everyone? So the Progressive Podcast episode one has begun. Um, this podcast is with Nicole Quigley. Um, I actually recorded her video quite a while ago, but I loved making it. It was absolutely brilliant. Nicole is some crack and a really, really positive person, and she is just great to watch. She definitely is worth a watch and worth a follow. So check her out on Instagram. It's Dead Starts Monday, and she does have a YouTube channel and all the rest. So you can find all her stuff. Um, on her Instagram um, at Diet Starts Monday. Um, but Jamie and Nicole just talked about a few weight loss tips, a few things that, that she went through in her life with regards to her weight loss journey. Um, and hopefully everyone can benefit a bit from what she has to say. But yeah, coming up is our interview together. Hi everyone, I'm here with Nicole Quigley from Instagram. She's Diet Starts Monday. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Um, and Nicole's just in here to chat a wee bit about um, how her weight loss journey has gone and a few different other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nicole, do you want to introduce yourself a wee bit about what you do at the minute? Or? Yeah, um, so my name's Nicole, like Jordan said, and I run the blog Diet Starts on Monday. Started in 2017, mostly on YouTube, and basically then since I've moved to Port Stewart like about a year and a half, two years ago, and since then really took my foot off the gas in every way, so it's just kind of restarting again really. Um, but yeah, so just kind of dealing with everything in weight loss. Um, the funny side of it, I think it's really important to have a sense of humour about it because you can get very, very serious and you can really, really do with it yourself. Yeah. Um, so basically just being really honest about it and sharing um, how simple yet difficult it is. Because uh, I think what I've learned, especially since starting everything, is I used to, I've tried every day going, like, I mean everything. I've like, put myself in the hospital with fat burners, like, it's so Jeez, bad. Um, really, really bad tried everything, everything <laughs> to lose weight and then the only thing that really works is just consistency and I can't really answer, that's pretty much it. I'll sit let's end the video there. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so uh, as you were saying there, like we'll, we'll start off even, um, you know, how, did, how do you think your weight started or what were you like as a, as a youngster? Well, I never really had any problems with my weight. Um, my mum had lupus, so has lupus, so she just always kept it in check with her diet, she doesn't take any of the medication. Hollywood bodies 
shows that used to be on like uh, the music channel. I don't know why you probably won't remember this, <laughs> but whatever they used. Anyone just like, like exercise things that used to be on TV yeah. that you could follow along with at home, kind of. No, it or? wasn't like that. It was like watch Jessica Simpson act to get into like oh, the shape right, of right, right, all the guys, like all basically. Yeah, 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 basically. Yeah. But I was like, oh my god, if I drink my tea and all this hair stuff. So I was like, like oh my god, fascinated by all this stuff. But I used to train loads because I really was like wanted to be that fit. And then I went to uni and I was like, oh my god. Five coronas for a five, like five coronas for a fiver in the egg, six <laughs> shots for six. Had my first hangover, I was just like, no, done. And then like basically, uni wasn't too bad, I kind of kept it in check. And then once I left uni, I had still all the bad habits with food and being uh, sedentary. Yeah, and yeah. then just didn't have the same like social aspect of the gym to kind of- To kind of motivate you to go? Yeah, so I just didn't go. And then it just uh, kind of piled on really. And then all of a sudden I was like, I think I know. I know that they didn't even know what you know. Didn't know what dominoes. I know it probably mm. wasn't as big maybe as it is now, but like yeah. just even the thought of that, you're just like. How, Keep how in mind, this was in two thousand and seven. Aye. Uh, two thousand eight or nine. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, like and so it's nowhere near as big as it is now. But it was only like big cities. Like Derry had one. Belfast had one. Um, had a couple actually, but like we didn't have them down yeah. from Annandale, so it was just like what. So um, kind of where it started, and then it just. I believe even that, even even not having a takeaway or anything out there, mm -hmm. like you'd think, like most people would think, you know, come on Saturday night, yeah. probably have a Chinese, like or even Friday night, we have a Chinese, you know. So we're like not having, a, not even having a takeaway at weekends, probably like foreign to most people. You know no, it mean? never even occurred to me. Like it would never even occur to my mother to be like, will we get a Chinese? Like, it would have been like once every six months. Because she was using her dad, so you mm -hmm. know, constructively. Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, like even though we're saying constructively, like. It actually is a benefit to me to eat some healthy yeah. organic food, like but I would say that, but she was sometimes a bit over restrictive too. Because so. yeah, oh god, yeah, like oh she's gonna kill me if she ever watches this, but she <laughs> would have been really like, Oh, you don't need to eat that. Like about everything. About everything. Uh, and then like it was because she couldn't get her head around the fact that I played so much sports so I would need to eat more. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like but she was just uneducated about it. And she uh, was like, You can't be hungry again. You had dinner. Even though you literally had played maybe an hour yeah, sport exactly. or exactly. So I went ahead and come in from work, had like beans on toast or something, then when I played tennis for two hours, come back in and be like, I am starving and she'd be like, Fuck Hi. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, then it nearly became like a guilty thing. So I think that was kind of like to be hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you tried not to be hungry. Like Pretty much, thing? yeah. And then it yeah. just basically when I went to university, there was no one there to restrict me. And I just went, I remember, like, I remember eating the entire packets of Rocky Bars just because there was no one there to stop me. And this oh was God. completely alien to it me. It was nearly like, it was, yeah, yeah. It's nearly like because you were so constructed now, you were just letting that loose. Pretty much, yeah. Most people do that with drink, like, when they hear just dinner with like food. <laughs> I did it with drink too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was like a pit bull off a leash. I was like, oh my God. I can have takeaways for every meal and no one is going to stop me. <laughs> so that's one thing I would say. If you are a parent bringing up a child, do not make like food the forbidden fruit. Yeah, yeah. Like, let Don't them restrict them because no. then whenever they get older and they have like, their own responsibility, then as you say, you just exactly. go off the, off the wire. Exactly. Yeah. So then I can remember if I was going home for the weekend, like binging on a Friday because I knew that you wouldn't get I wouldn't Saturday get out on Saturday and Sunday. So I was like, oh binging. <laughs> well, then, like, then I would binge basically from Monday to Friday instead of the other way around. I, I, so instead of the two days a week, you're doing five days a week. <laughs> so then what do you think is your biggest motivator or do you think you need motivation to go to the gym or? Oh, right. This is probably the question I get all the time. Is like anytime I'm like up at the gym like five or six in the morning or I'm training a lot, people are like, oh my God, can I borrow some of your motivation? So kind of like, you know, where do you get your motivation? Yeah. This is something I want to make very clear and it's something I didn't realize until I listened to the audiobook, The Five Second Rule by Mel, Mel Robbins. Yeah, I know. This, I know what you're Unreal book. Highly recommend it. Like, cannot recommend that book highly enough. Literally, it is a life changer. But 
motivation is kind of a myth to be honest like there's course of course there are times like january everyone is like Feels motivated, motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so what i think the real thing is is you need to realize that most of your motivation actually comes down to choices and the days that whenever you don't feel like going to the gym, the days that you feel like reaching for a pizza, they're the days that actually make the difference. Yeah. Because it's really easy to go when to, you want to. Yeah, yeah. And whenever you want to go, it's so easy to go. Yeah. Whenever you feel like you're in a flow and you're getting into routine and you're feeling motivated and you're starting to see results and different things like that, like it is so easy to keep that going. But whenever you those days that you feel fat and especially like girls you know what I'm saying like PMS is a bitch like whatever those kind of days can't happen there, but. <laughs> can't really, it's lucky <laughs> but like different things like that you need to actually realize that whenever those days you don't feel motivated those times that you don't want to do things you need to think of the bigger picture and think the reason why you're doing it like I'm going on holidays in 15 weeks from yesterday and I'm not going like a potato I'm just not yeah, like I, it's not happening yeah. like so I've got 15 weeks to like really kill it and I have one wedding and one concert and apart from that I've pretty much got a clear run so I'm just like right I'm gonna make the most of this plus I'm 30 in July and I wanna I have an outfit that I wanna wear and it doesn't fit yet so so that's the goal to get in the that's outfit that's the goal well. to get in the outfit yeah, yeah it's a really class pink suit from a brand can't wait <laughs> um, so basically like what you're saying there is, is you can't rely on motivation every day yes, because no. You'll, you'll run like you'll run out of motivation eventually yeah. you get those days where maybe you have a tough day at work or something and you come in and yeah. it's like I do not want to go like I don't yeah. want to see near, be seen near the gym yeah and 100% as you're saying like they're the days that count they're the days that you have yeah. to just drag yourself there and as that that five second rule is literally like five four three two one go yeah do it within the first five seconds and then 100% yeah. like exactly give yourself a chance to change your mind yeah for everyone who has never heard of the five second rule it literally is whenever your instinct is like I should do something, I should go to the gym, I should eat healthy. You just literally go five, four, three, two, one, and do it, and move, physically move to take action. Because if you actually sit, this is why I like to go to the gym in the morning before work. Because if I don't do that, I will sit all day at work and talk myself out of it. Literally. It will be in the back of my my mind. Or you'll put yourself even in such a bad mood that you're like when you're going there and you're like I really yeah. don't want to be here, and you'll have a bad workout anyway. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like and then I like yesterday I was like sitting on my bed. Before I went to the gym and I was like, I wish I could pay someone to go to the gym for me. And I was looking at the results, like I just didn't want to go that much. But like four minutes into the treadmill, I was like, yes, let's do it. Thank God I'm here. But what you have to realize is that people are like, I'm in bad form. I need to pick me up. I don't want to go. And like, I get it. I've been there. But it's only through forcing myself through those days and going, right, that the actual best pick me up is going to be training. Literally, and like, yeah. like so many people don't even realize it. Like, I've even got it from some of my clients where they feel like sometimes they actually have more energy when they leave the gym, even yeah, though they've 100%. just worked out for an hour. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they'll have more energy, or even if they don't, you know, like say say they come in in the morning time. Mm -hmm. When they leave the gym after that hour in the morning, they feel more like they have more energy the rest of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead 100%. of instead of thinking, oh, because they went to the gym. Most people probably think if I go to the gym in the morning, I'll be wrapped the rest of the day. But exactly, it's, it's the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. Like anytime I go to the gym in the morning. I notice at work my concentration is better and my performance is better at work every single time I go to the gym. So if I sleep in, like this week I got back from Paris on Friday night and with two black eyes. With two black eyes. <laughs> Fell in the shower by the way, funny story. Um but yeah, so I got back from Paris on Friday, Saturday and Sunday I was kinda wrecked and then I just didn't want to go to the gym the whole week and it would have been so easy for me to take this week off and like no I'm tired, blah blah but I just was like Tuesday straight back into it. I was like no not happening make no excuses kind of thing definitely yeah. not but i have noticed as well i've been sleep i start work at 10 i've been sleeping till like 20 past nine every morning and like i get into work and i'm like what day is it 
No, like, what do you think if you had a work in the gym in the morning? Like, even yes. though you're actually waking up earlier, if you're fresh by the yeah. time you get to work. You're so alert and you're so awake and you're so switched on and you've half a day done already. So you're just like, right, okay, blast out this week, handy eight hours, and then sure it's home to like chill out with Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like people make it out that it's way harder than it is or that they don't have enough time you know mm -hmm. to fit, fit the gym in like but mm -hmm. like if you start working nine like most gyms open at six like mm -hmm. you have three hours before you start working you can easily work out for an hour yeah. and that gives you two hours to eat breakfast and share yeah and go for a walk on the beach if you live on the coast like i do Everybody's on a big force journey. <laughs> oh God. Nicole, what do you think then is like the hardest thing about losing weight? Like what, what's the thing that literally probably holds most people back? Consistency, 100%. Patience is another one that holds me back 100%. 200% and it booze. Drink. Drink. The weekend basically the weekend ruins everybody. is so bad. So I'll go consistency first. Or no, maybe patience. Because patience and consistency go hand in hand together. Yeah. Because I am by nature an extremely impatient person. Like I hate waiting for anything. Like traffic jams turn me into a psychopath. Like I'm just <laughs> like no. And like and like I want everything done yesterday. And that is probably the question that my PT gets most. Yeah. Is like oh, like how long is gonna go? How long is gonna, gonna take? take? Yeah. Like I've been training with. I've been on the Go Figure Online program since the end of November and I've lost, I've gone from 102 kilos to 96. So oh, that's with Christmas and Disneyland Paris as well. So that's pretty good. Christmas goal. is the big one in there, yeah. now, I would say, because like everyone, everyone like, goes, goes, yeah, yeah. goes off the wagon at Christmas. You, know, mm -hmm. you have staff parties, you have Christmas Day dinner, you're literally just eating rings around you. So, Pringles. Yeah, flat and flat, <laughs> Rasha, whatever it is, like. Wherever is your like, you know, literally naming all my favorite things here, Jordan. Yeah. But no, but I would be really, really impatient, and I was kind of like, you know, do I need to drop my calories down? Like, uh, is the weight coming off fast enough? And he was like, you're doing great. You've lost like a stone in like a month and a half with Christmas and a on holiday. Like, would you ever chill your beans? But I like want to start a diet and be a size eight the next day. So it's really hard for me to kind of go right. I'm just being a really impatient bitch <laughs> because that's what would happen. Um, and also then it's really hard whenever the impatience kicks in to stay consistent because the hardest thing is it's just just to keep going especially when people get to the point where they're like, they're like I, I don't feel like I'm losing weight they yeah. feel like they're stuck or whatever and yeah I think you notice it as well like I'd say it's harder from you from your own perspective to see your weight loss whereas yeah. the best person to talk to is someone you haven't seen in a while yeah I mean when you go and talk to them like oh my god look at the weight you've lost exactly. and all that blah, blah, blah. but like you can't notice it coming off yourself because you're looking at you know most people look at themselves mm -hmm. in the mirror every day before they go to work like they brush their teeth or whatever they're doing you exactly. know what I mean? and they don't see the weight falling off them but somebody else who hasn't seen you know why and notice it straight away 100 i think as well people need to realize how well they're doing like um i was listening to james smith's audiobook imagine if you're having a party and like one is it one liter of water weighs a kilo uh like yeah 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 one yeah. liter of water is one kg yeah yeah so basically if like i've lost like say if you lose like six kilos and people are like oh but that's only six kilos imagine if you lift three two liter bottles of water and hold that and try and walk around with it. That's how much you weighed before, and yeah, I think yeah. you need to give yourself credit for that and, and, and realize how far you've come. Yeah. yeah, perspective. So that's always think of it. And if you've lost a kilo, that's a kilo of water. That's a liter of water you've lost. So that's amazing. So like, pick that up and go. Okay, I weigh, I weigh less. This much less now. So yeah. realize that. And then I think alcohol. Yeah, that's the third thing that is the hardest thing. Like, it's not even just alcohol. There are so like many 
low calorie options out there now, like a vodka and diet coke or a vodka and soda with a wee Co- bit of Coke like zero, that. literally zero calories. Like, yeah. how can you go wrong with that? You just have the calories from the vodka. I can't drink it. I can't drink it all night. It's just like nah, nah. Jeez, I no bother, no bother. <laughs> but even even if you don't like coke, like there's like there's seven up or Sprite yeah. is zero. You can mm-hmm. get Fanta zero. Yeah, you can get every every. Mine's like thirty five calories, so it's fine. But it's not I've even that. If you're a gin person, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, I love my wine and I love my beer. Like, yeah, so yeah. that would be a harder one for me. But it's not even just making those choices. It's the hangovers. And like the next day, you're not going to go to the gym. You're not going to leave your bed. You're going to get a, one takeaway at least, if not two. And you're going to sit there and eat a pile of Doritos while you wait for the fucking takeaway to come. Like when you think about that, that's like 5,000 calories that like- you have smashed in one night out. Say if you go on like, say, Say for instance, you're going to watch the football with the boys, right? Uh, how much we have? How many pints we have during the match? Like, like five you, or six? Yeah, you could easily have that, and then yeah. you, then you start drinking your half ones after that because exactly. you're staying out all night. Then yeah. you, you leave. Shorts. Ha- and your shorts, yeah. And then, half them, is that what you call them? I half them, I half them, yeah, shorts, yeah. Half them. Um, and then you get your kebab on the way home. That's what I was going to say. You take away on the way home, and then the next day, then when you're dying, your yeah. activity level is way, way down. You wouldn't have got the normal steps. It's really good no. if you weren't dying. You're dehydrated. Yeah. So you're not drinking water. Well, you are drinking water, but like it's not it's making not, a dent. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just replenishing what you had, so yeah. you're not really doing it much for the day. Exactly. Um, and then you're you're lying in bed and you're eating constantly. Like you're eating yeah. food, you're eating, you know, your your snacks, you're eating, and then your take your two takeaways. As you yeah, said, like, pretty much. Like um, yeah. It's insane the amount of calories you consume you because you don't actually count from the night before right the way no. through. Like as you said, five thousand calories easy. 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 I, I would I would say if you're out like all day from watching football like that, you five thousand calories by the time you get home. Then the next day you probably have another five thousand calories. That's ten thousand calories over two days. If you're in a calorie deficit of like five hundred calories per day, you have pushed yourself into a surplus double what you've actually put in your deficit. Enjoy the way. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's like that's the way everyone comes on like stuffed and all that there, like yeah. your bellies and all because there's so much stuff in them. But so uh, it's literally you, you could have been doing a five hundred calorie deficit every day all week, right? Yeah. And so that over over five days that's two thousand five hundred calories, yeah, right? Yeah, which is a good deficit. It's three thousand five hundred calories, so it's fine. There you go. Um, <laughs> well, two thousand five hundred calories, right? Over five days, like and come Saturday, then if you just eat like eating yeah. a, a full takeaway that's three thousand calories, say, for instance, you've done, done you, all your work. You, you've literally on done the whole week, mm-hmm. and you've been like thinking to yourself, "That good, that good, right? I'll treat myself the weekend," but you overdid it. Yeah. And you're back to square one. Yeah, we're not saying you can't have a takeaway. You can. Just like, not mental. Like, not mental. Like, not, like and, chips, rice, curry, chicken, and then you know what I mean. Do that Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, you know what I mean. That way home. <laughs> but um, like no that's what I mean like if I know I'm having a takeaway on a Saturday night I'll be keep my calories really low all day, all day exactly yeah, yeah and then probably most the next day too yeah exactly like and as well you know it doesn't mean if you're in a deficit all week it doesn't mean that you can't have it on a Saturday because mm-hmm. you're like you're going to go back to square one lower your calories for the whole day on the Saturday then and yeah. then that way then you can afford that Chinese meeting 100% and yeah, it's all right. it's all calories in versus calories out like and there's actually a fourth thing that's the hardest thing about weight, weight loss is being honest and that is a hundred percent like yeah. Ryan will tell you like whenever I started with my PT I literally rang him crying I was like I don't understand why I'm putting on weight like I stick to 1600 calories a day I train three to four times a week I walk to work every day I don't I am not sedentary enough and eating enough to be the size I am and he was just like right listen number number one fucking stop crying number two yeah, chill out, <laughs> chill out <love>. <laughs> number two he was just like like I think you're eating more calories than you think you are. So what I want you to do is send photos of everything you eat for the next week. And you say, I don't care if you spill crumbs on the table and lick them up again. I want a photo of them before you lick them up. And I was like, okay, fair enough, that's grand. And then I realized once I was doing that, I was like, I am actually having bits here and there. And I was consuming probably an 
easily an extra 500 to 1000 calories a day than I thought I was. So I was in a surplus and I was like, oh and my especially God. the easiest way to do it is probably when you're working, if you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're sitting at the desk and you're munching on something to get mm -hmm. there because you're concentrating and you're like you're not thinking about what you're eating. Yeah. And like you know what I mean? You could eat say say just high fat in a whole day, yeah, two chocolate bars, but there two chocolate bars is what? Four hundred calories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like easy going. Really like and so if you're thinking sure. you're in a five hundred calorie deficit, yeah. You're really tap say for instance with the two chocolate bars, you're only in a hundred calorie deficit. And that's before you have like a pinch of cheese when you're making yeah, literally, you know, exactly. <laughs> so you're weighing it out, and there's a wee bit left in the side, and you eat that as yeah, well. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but literally, if you do that three or four times a week, like, yeah, it, adds, it, all it, adds it up. does. Especially with people who are, you know, are struggling to lose weight. Yeah, know? especially like whenever, you're, like, and that's one thing my mum used to say. She's like, "Would you not be really, really strict until you get to where you want to be, and then let yourself go a bit, and then you can have a takeaway?" And I was like, "Well." Yeah, I understand your argument, but I've done that before and it just all comes back on with over restriction as well. So right. Are you over restricted and then you, then mm -hmm. you like binge basically? Oh, like God, cycle. Yeah. Um, it's a joke one, to be fair. Um, but um, no, I used to be obsessed with the numbers on the scales and I, I think that as well. God love her, I'm really throwing her under the bus today, but with her way mum, she used to be like, I think she's this way, she's getting the tank and she's going to absolutely kill me, but she was just like, oh, you know, how many have you put on, like, how many pounds have you put on after holidays or whatever, and I'd be like, mm, don't know. keeping it on your shoulders, was she? She was a wee bit, yeah, and yeah. I think that kind of didn't give me the best relationship, but like, we're sorted now, so it's fine. Um, She just lacked a wee bit of education, like a lot of people when it comes to this sort of thing, but um, yeah. the scales right the amount of girls i get messages from who are at seven world and weight watchers various different weight loss clubs listen if that is your thing and it works for you i don't give a shit as long as like if it works if it works yeah. i've done seven world and it was brilliant to an extent but what actually worked for me was starting in a restaurant and not eating dinner and walking twenty thousand steps a shift so that was like the, the diet was great yeah. but i don't do i love pasta so if someone's gonna tell me pasta's free i'll make the kilo do you know what i mean i know i know and so, that's the thing of it that you know slim world doesn't allow for is yeah. although they do have the food diaries and stuff to, yeah. to see how much you're eating and all but like free foods don't make sense and half the time it's all carbs or free I know, foods and like how is like potatoes and, and pasta and all free no, like, like it was the best diet in the world for me because oh i was literally like uh, amazing and then, and then um, like a beef like something beef or whatever would be like or ten, yeah, ten cents. Like beef is free, but it's beef and fat. Beef and fat, and then ten yeah. cents or something. You're like, how yeah. is that even possible? I know. It was like, and then like, this is then. my favorite one. Um, fruit is free, but if you heat it up, it has sense. Or if you blend it. How like how does that even make sense? <laughs> or, with the sugar, there was the whole thing that James Smith was talking about how mother uh, yogurt went from uh, being free to being a sin. Yeah, and overnight. He was like, yeah, overnight he was literally going mad saying about uh, like, oh, did they change the recipe and all this here? And they're like, no. Nah. So then, how does the similar diet? I think work? it was actually because people were eating so many of them, they had to stop letting them be free. But like, I completely get it. Like, there are certain because their logic is, oh, sure, nobody could eat that much pasta, nobody could eat that much potatoes. Uh, have you met me? L yes, I could. Literally, it's, it's like you're you're letting the free foods that fill you up real fast but then people are like i'll just eat as much as i can yeah, and like, not for people like me who don't like i do get full now but at the time i was like i don't get full this is great but like it it's was, free it's free but i was no losing weight but it was all focused on the scales and i was advised not to go to the gym and advised not to be like to be active yeah but not to lift weights or anything like that in case i came away from the scales yeah seriously yeah absolutely just like oh just don't be going to the gym and doing too much weights because it can help you gain weight and that'll just you and I was kind of like, what? <laughs> like, to me, that was baffling so because 
telling you to eat as much pasta as you want and not exercise. Brilliant dad. Like, but who's no, not going to work on? I have to say though, but like that's a free food. If you actually do what they tell you to do, like the food optimization, where half your plate's meant to be veg yeah, and yeah, a quarter yeah. is like meat and a quarter is your carb, like and that is actually a really good thing to do. The body magic and the community is lovely and different things like that and the wee bars to do. Like some of the things that Summoner does is fantastic. But some of it is really, really shit. Like, I love avocados, but if I, and I get a whole avocado was 14 cents. That was my sin stuff for oh, the day. I couldn't yeah. have any chocolate. I was like, fuck that. How does that make sense? Like, that, a, that an actual, like, fruit is, is it fruit or vegetable? Their sin, sin system works mostly by eradicating fats. Right, so right, right. because an, an avocado alcohol, Jesus Christ, boost in the brain. Um, avocado was so high <laughs> in fat. That was, that, that, that's why it's so yeah, many sins. That's why it's so many sins because it was high in calories. Um, so that didn't suit me, um, but also the way it was like so scale focused didn't suit me either because like my clothes were getting looser and looser and looser and I'd only lost like a stone or something but like I was dropping three or four dress sizes so I was just like right okay so it was disheartening in that way but also I think what a lot of people are like the messages I get from girls who are going to these classes sorry tangent and then they're like oh but I must have done something wrong I have a pound on and I'm like right listen Tuesday night I could weigh myself and be let's say 97 kilos well Monday morning Wednesday morning I could weigh myself and be 96.8 by the time it gets to Wednesday night I can be 99 then I can be 100 on Wednesday morning or sorry I'm getting all my days mixed up but you know what I mean here uh, you could, like your weight fluctuates up and down depending on so water much. depending on loads of different things like yeah absolutely. you know especially like if you didn't drink much water the next day then the, or if you didn't drink enough water on one day then the mm -hmm. next day when you drink water your body tries to hold on it and then you weigh way more you know what I mean absolutely. if you over the weekend, say you went out, and then Monday you start drinking water, you have to go to Slim World Tuesday, your body stored all that yep, water, you know what I mean? And you're like, how have I not lost weight? I'm the exact same, and you're, it's, it's, it's a stupid cycle to go in with It seals. is, it's a really, so, so what actually I would advise anyone to do who get feels themselves getting disheartened by like having a hound on, even though they've been like on plan all week or whatever, is weigh yourself every single day, and sometimes twice a day, until you realise, like, my PT, uh, like that made me like a PT I worked with a couple of years ago. I used to have this crippling fear of the scales, and I would really dodge it like the plague because I was like, oh my god, what if it's up? What, what if it's not dying? What if it's up? Exactly. Yeah. And he was like, right, here's what I want you to do: weigh yourself every day. In fact, for the first week, I want you to weigh yourself twice a day. And I absolutely burst into tears when he said it. I was like, oh my god, no, I can't do that. But once I did it, I realised how up and down your weight goes throughout the day and over the course of the week, and then. You start being so like obviously you want to stay mostly go in the right direction, but you start you stop freaking out over that one two pound fluctuation because it does happen, especially with girls. It's mental. Yeah, it happens more with girls than it does with oh, boys. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, like fluctuations are completely normal, and like it just might have not fluctuated in the right. Like I've heard people saying, you know, there's no weight off, no weight off, like week by week by week, and then the next thing they're five pound off. You know yeah, what I mean? And you're just 100%. like, yeah, it's just whatever, whatever days you went to the more that week, you maybe just haven't. You know, it's your the day you're way heavier. Yeah, yeah. It's completely. Yeah. Just <laughs> way heavier on a Tuesday, just as, as you do. After the weekend. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like it's super things like that. Like, yeah. You know, so um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too bogged down with the scales. Like, and especially the best thing I think to do is go off how you're looking in the mirror, yeah. or dress sizes, or you yeah, know, clothes. Photos. How the clothes fit on your on your back. Yeah, photos are a really good one too. Yeah, photos, photos definitely. And, and as well, like a before photo, and then when you start the diet and all, mm -hmm. it can be a good motivator. You think, geez, look how far I come till now. Yeah. Keep keep pushing you forward to the end. Hundred percent, and I think as well, people need to realise that it takes time. Like the weight didn't go on overnight; it's not going to come off overnight. Exactly. You know, it could have took you two years or a year, even say, to put all this weight on, and you're trying to lose it in six weeks. Yeah. Do you oh know what God, I mean? Yeah. Like people are so many literally crash diets for six weeks, and then they get to the end of six weeks, 
they haven't lost what they wanted to lose, and they're like, Frig, what's the point? And back on the back on the bench straight. Yeah, hundred percent. Bench so, cycle. It would stress you out, it's like overthinking it as well, you know what I mean? Thinking yeah. about, you know, yeah. it sounds like so much work, like having to lose weight, but it's not. It's not, it's it's not. It's, and I think that's what people and really... The big one's, one that you said is being yeah. honest with yourself. I would definitely say Oh my God, yeah, 100%. Being honest is a big thing. And I think that what people, one, the biggest thing with weight loss is that you need to realise it's very simple. It's exactly. very simple, that does not mean it's easy at all it's the opposite of easy but it is so simple exactly it's not complicated it's, it's just not, not easy. complicated it's just not easy and people yeah. are like and like i'm not gonna say about it again but like uh, basically i show you the bar out of the house <laughs> no but like um no but like like i read about every fad diet growing up like no carbs i've tried that like drinking like five or six cups of green tea a day like caveman diet keto diet like i've tried like everything and i've read about everything and it all boils down to the same principle which is a calorie deficit and like it doesn't matter whether it's slimming world weight watchers keto atkins carb free low carb high carb high fat doesn't really matter what it is duke and diet what else is that south beach diet like hundreds of them i did yeah but like all of them, no matter what they are, are a calorie deficit dressed up in a different boat. That's yeah, literally it. Literally. Literally it. Is like, the only thing. That's it. And like, all, you know, uh, even like the similar, like the similar's getting a lot here, but like, you know, all, all the same thing to do is trying to fill you up as fast as it can so mm. that you, you stay in a deficit. Because yeah. if you're full, you're not going to eat. So if you're not going to eat, then you'll be in a deficit. I'm not full, not going to eat, are you serious? Well, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That's the whole, the whole aim of it is to try and fill you as, uh, as quickly as possible so that you don't overeat. You know? yeah. So that's why it's half the plate is veg, because yeah. veg is so filling, it's so yeah, satiating, and it's just, you know, um, loads of, like the caveman diet is a high protein diet, basically. High protein, yeah. So um, like, and protein is a satiating food, so like that's trying to fill you up, but basically mm-hmm. everything boils down to calorie deficit. Hi, hi. Um, so I was just saying to Nicole then, uh, before she got here about, uh, on one of her Instagram posts, she had talked about how she was a stone heavier but a dress size down. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to talk about that because I think people get so bogged down with the scales, just as we mentioned there now. Yeah. And, and like that, that you know, that should, should make sense in most people's yeah. eyes. Like, how can I be heavier but be smaller? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, there you go. That's muscle, is the, muscle. Product, is the answer. Um, and like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to get too bulky, I don't want to get too bulky. Like, wise up, you don't have the hormones in your body to get bulky. It's not for possible girls, it, for it's girls. It's literally like, it's so hard. Like, I, like there's so many men going to the gym for years, right? Yeah. And they struggle to put on size. Yeah. And a girl, like, the thought of a girl that they think they're going to get bulky shoulders and bulky, yeah. you know, and all this 100%. Here, it's not happening. You're not like, going to get that unless you're taking steroids or injecting testosterone. It's not going to happen. You're, literally. like, you might shed enough fat so that you have a lot of definition. And that's when you kind of get the Madonna arm look. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. So but you're not going to get yeah. bulky shoulders where you're sitting like, no. as white as a, mo- like, as a not, man. No, you're me. not. Like, I would, could lift weights all day and still never have the breath you do. Like, L- it just wouldn't happen. Literally, it, would, it wouldn't happen because, as you said, you don't have the, the hormone for it. Like, exactly. Like, so. testosterone is the growth hormone, growth, growth hormone that you need to synthesize muscle and we don't have enough of it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing that, you know, to not get bogged down in is, is the scales. Like, that's what, yeah. we're, saying. That's what we're saying, basically, like, is the scales 
um, give you false, I don't know, false perspective. Basically. They give you a false perspective. It can be a really disheartening thing. And yeah, whenever it comes to weight loss and stuff, you want to lose, you want to have them moving overall in the right direction. Like if I bounced up to like 105 kilos, they'd be like, hang on a minute, no, that's not right. But um, I would still want to keep them moving down. And I know where I want to be by July, which is kind of my end goal. But um, if I'm like a couple of kilos happier, but I'm still happy with the way I look and the way my clothes fit, I'm not going to spend too much money. Exactly. So uh, we were just talking there um, about the first time Nicole ever went to the gym and what she thought about it. You know, what was what was going through her head? What was worrying her? So do you want to take it away there? Yeah. The uh, first time I went to the gym would have been about 15 or 16. Um, it would have been like the summer of like fourth, fifth year, maybe just after my GCSEs. And I was going every single day. I was training for three hours for a start, but it was all like cardio. So I was doing like one thing and then going and running 15 minutes on the treadmill and then going for another machine. So I was training for ages. So I spent three hours in the gym and yeah, I was getting results, but fuck me, three hours of your day. Fucking, you couldn't do it. Like. Jesus Christ, like you know I was off my summer holidays. But um, so basically what, the first the, the first thing that intimidated me, so I was remember like seeing the boys in the weights room and being like, Oh no, I'm not going to do that. The weights are for the yeah, boys. Yeah, the weights are for the boys and cardio the best for the girls. 100%. And then yeah, I yeah. was just like, and it was intimidating, especially whenever you see like these fellas, big powerlifters, lifting these massive weights and screaming when they put them down. It's just so unnecessary, by the way. But like, <laughs> you're just like, right, okay. Um, it, it puts you off where the weights are, the weights yeah, are, you know what I mean? And you stay up maybe to one side of the gym that has all the girls. 100%. Yeah. So basically, I was doing all that. And then I started going out with a PT when I was like 17, 18. And then he was like, right, Nicole, I want to get you in the weight room. And I was literally like, are you on drugs? Like, no way, it's not happening. I want to get bulky, like, no way. Um, but then I can remember going on the Gravitron and realizing that I couldn't lift anything. Like I was the weakest person alive. So then he kind of was like, right, oh, like let's start doing weights. And I started really liking the effects of that. Yeah. And like the way my body was looking, the way my clothes were fitting. Cause yeah, because before I would have been slim. But I don't want to have no shape to you. No, I didn't have shape. Or... I've always been quite curvy, but like I was just really liking the fact that I was lining up and that like certain things that like my shoulders were filling out a wee bit, like yeah, but in yeah. just a nice way. So it's everything had more definition because it was building more muscle. Clothes were just hanging better, basically. So I was like, love this. Let's keep doing that. And then like our date night would have been like gym. I'm probably a Chinese I'll after, be, but like, <laughs> but it was still a gym. It was still gym and stuff like that. So then just started basically then joined a cheerleading squad at uni. Like I said earlier, it wasn't the most uh, professional cheerleading squad. We did spend most of our time in the pub, but whenever you need to be able to catch a person and throw them, you need to be able to like hold their weight and catch their weight. So yeah. you are strong enough than what they weigh. So basically training weights with that one. And then just gradually picking it up more like the more, the more you're there, the more that you're in the gym, then yeah. the more wee things that you learn. You see exactly. somebody else in the gym, so you think, I'll give that a try, and then you try it and you like 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started, like, I started, when I started my first job after uni, I started training a boot camp in Evanstown with Paddy Doherty, and he started, like, doing a lot of weightlifting with us, so just through more education, and then started becoming less and less intimidated by those weights things. So the only thing I would say to you is that, yes, it can be intimidating, especially if it's in a new gym. Don't let that wee voice in your head tell you that someone is looking at you. No one is looking at you. They're too busy looking at themselves. Literally. Everyone, yeah, everyone is in there doing their own wee thing. They're all looking at themselves. Mm -hmm. And so no one has uh, is even thinking about you. No one's looking no. at you because you're thinking the exact same thing that all them people are thinking. Is anybody looking at me? Is anybody? And they're focusing on themselves. Yeah. And like, and like I said, like the only time someone is looking at you is if they're checking you out. Literally. hundred <laughs> percent. That's it. Hi everyone, so thanks for watching the video, hope you enjoyed it. Um, leave a comment down below if you have any thoughts on what Nicole had to say. Like the video and press the subscribe button as well. Um, and yeah, you can check out any of the videos that I've done uh, previously. Thanks for watching.